Today's show is being brought to you by Cause Marketing Forum and SelfishGiving.com. And we want to thank our sponsor, OneBillionShirts.org. Custom t-shirts that help others. Print with them, and 25 cents from every t-shirt benefits a good cause. And remember, you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. Leave us a comment at either one of those platforms, and we'll send you a Cause Talk Radio t-shirt. Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. On the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How's it going? It's excellent. I'll tell you, it's a great week. The kids are off here in New England, and we're planning all sorts of fun things, and I can't think of a better way to start the week than a Cause Talk Radio episode. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, and we have a wonderful guest. We have Nancy Gophis, who is Chief Operating Officer for Public Interest Registry. Hey, Nancy. Hi, Joe. Hi, Megan. And thanks so much for having me today. And I heard you're at work today. I mean, a lot of people have presidents today, but not you. You'd work, you're at work 365 a year, huh? Pretty close to it. We just want people to know that some folks in Washington do work. Huh? <laughs> Good one, Good Nancy. One. Good comeback, Nancy. That's it. Hey, so Nancy, tell us, um, and, and I'm sure our listeners are wondering this too, what is Public Interest Registry? Well, we are the longtime operator of the .org domain of the Internet. Mm-hmm. And um, people just kind of forget that the Internet does need some structure behind it, and we're the folks who sit behind .org, almost right. 10.4 million domains worldwide. Right, right. So is there somewhere, like, you have, like, little elves, when anyone ever types in anything, you add the .org to it? Uh, not quite, but uh, <laughs> we do have the definitive database that makes it all work. That's good. That's good. It's kind of a complicated thing to understand, so we're glad you're there at the helm, Nancy, because I can't think of anybody better than to run the .org domain for all of us. But let's talk a little well, bit about... <laughs> let's talk a little bit about what's happening in your world. And I know that one of the big things that's happening is that you're looking a lot more globally um, when you're looking toward the future. So talk a little bit about that. Like where is public interest registry going and, and what are some exciting things coming up on the global front for you? Well, you know, it's, it's a great journey that the internet's been on for 25 years. And for the longest time, it started here in the United States comnet.org were the beginning three, um, very North American-centric. But frankly, now our fastest-growing markets are outside the United States for .org, and we're seeing huge growth in places like Turkey and India and parts of Latin America, uh, which is very exciting for us and, uh, and helps us become the global story we really want to be. Mm. So, you know, I always wonder with like .org, I mean, you know, I own a ton of domains, you know, I'll think of some topic or some business I'm kind of interested in, I'll buy the domain for it and stuff like that. And obviously, I always have the option of buying a .org, whether it's cause related or not. I mean, do you see a lot of people buy the .org uh, domain just because they want the domain and not necessarily for a nonprofit purpose? Absolutely. One of the sometimes misconceptions of org is that it's only for nonprofits, but it's not. It's open. And we see civic groups. We see, obviously, nonprofits. It's the historic home. But we've seen in India businesses who operate with a different way of thinking have said, hey, .org is the right place for me, too. Right, right, right. That's it. 
And what about B ahead, what about B Corps? Do, is there a separate domain for B Corp at this point? It's really not. Um, so org tends to be the place that all those kinds of organizations most naturally find a home. Right, right. Well, and I know that we've had conversations in the past, too, that sometimes when you have cause marketing campaigns, some of them will use a .org. A lot of them don't, mm -hmm. but I know that we've had conversations about there being some value in that .org branding. So t tell us a little bit about that, Nancy. Well, you know, we do research um, globally these days, in fact, to understand what people's perceptions of .org are. Yep. And we find that um, in almost every country, people see a .org address and they immediately say, this is trusted information. Mm -hmm. this, is a, this is a trustworthy site. I can, it's believable. And so obviously we think if a, if a organization wants a message to get out there and it doesn't need to be a commercial message, mm -hmm. then for goodness sakes, put it on a .org site and, and separate that message out. Let people find it and, and bring those values to it. You know, one of the things, and it's interesting that you've done research on this, Nancy, because one of the things I'm always thinking about, too, is so often these days we don't put, like, the extension on a domain. You know, we go to Google, right, and we just type in the right. name. And we say, do you have an idea of, like, how many, uh, what's the percentage of people that actually look up to see what the extension is on that? You know, it's kind of interesting, Nancy, because I always do. I always look and see what type of extension it is. And I definitely apply different things to different extensions that I see, like .org. And I think, you know, you're spot on in terms of what you said. But is that how most people think about domains? They want to know what type of domain they're working with? Well, I, I think you're right that increasingly people go to search bars to find yeah. sites. But when yeah. that Google search returns mm -hmm. and you're now looking at five or six different displays on that first page, yep. you know, maybe you've discounted the paid search because you yep. know how that mm -hmm. got there. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking below that and you see a couple of different sources and there's a couple of dot coms and then there's a dot org. We do know people gravitate to that dot org as a trustworthy site, huh. um, whereas the dot coms might be trying to, you know, push a particular message. Right, right, right. That's interesting. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that's the thing, too, is whenever I see something, even a domain that's like .com, and I'm kind of like, wait a minute here, I thought this was kind of a nonprofit cause related thing, and it's not. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, and and now now we're seeing and hearing a lot about uh, new top level domains being available. So, and I know you have a big stake in the ground here. So, talk a little bit about your new top level to domain, and maybe just give us the lay of the land as far as what's happening with these new top level domains coming out. Well, the world of the internet is about to go through some pretty radical change, and mm -hmm. it's going to start showing up really in the next month or so. Mm -hmm. uh, for years, there's really been a very limited number of names. ComNet.org are the ones we talk about all the time, and then there's a few others. Yep. But the, uh, the governing body that oversees the internet a couple of years ago uh, reached agreements to start introducing all kinds of new names, and over the next couple of years, you could see as many as a thousand new names coming out in the space. Oh my gosh. Some of them wow. are going which is just mind-blowing. Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, and they kind of fall I in a couple of... Yeah, most people don't. 
Um, but you'll start seeing them really in the next month or so and over the next two years, uh, that kind of volume of change coming. Mm -hmm. Well, and what's, so tell us a little bit about the one that you're most excited about since you'll have such a big role in rolling it out. Well, we decided that if this world is going to change like this, for true non-governmental organizations, nonprofits as we call them in the U.S., NGOs as the term is used more globally, or if you speak French or Spanish or Portuguese, you would say ONG, that that mm -hmm. community needed its own special place on the Internet. And so we're going to be launching .ngo and .ong uniquely for that community. And we're really excited oh. about it. That's, I mean, that's a huge, huge, huge rollout, I would think. And it seems, I don't know, when I, I don't know about you, Joe. When I think about .ngo, it just, mm -hmm. I don't even know if this is, <laughs> this is how I shouldn't think about it, but it seems like a huge right. sort of global stake in the ground. You know, if I was a .org right. before, I would think, oh, I need the .ngo right. because it, it just sends a message to the world that I'm now, I'm global. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to know, Joe, from your perspective, if that's what you think about it, and Nancy, from your perspective, if that's how you want people to be thinking about it. Joe? Yeah, I mean, from my <laughs> perspective, that's what I really, you know, I, I think, because, you know, I, I think, Nancy, too, the NGO is really like an international standard for a name. You know what I mean? Like, I don't That's think, right. you, know, it, you know, when in here in the States, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's nonprofits, you know, but when I think of abroad and the, just the organizations I've dealt with abroad, it's always, they've always talked about NGOs. That's interesting about the ONG that you mentioned, because I've never heard of that, to tell you the truth, you know? I know. Uh, it shows I, just how I, was in, I am. You got to get out of Boston. I know I got to get out of Boston. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, even when I heard the N NGO, I thought it was need good oranges. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I you just did not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, those those orange growers, man, they, they got their own domain now, you know? So <laughs> I'm sorry, Nancy, what were you going to say? They might. Yeah, yeah, they're right, yeah. <laughs> now, it, you know, it's funny because the ONG was news to me too, but yep. you don't have to be in Sao Paulo very long to figure out that um, I tend to talk about NGO and ONG, and in yeah. Sao Paulo, after my first 20 minutes, I said, okay, we're talking about ONG and NGO. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, what's exciting for us is beyond giving you this special space in the world of Internet, we're going yep. to build a global directory. So when yep. you buy your name, you're in the global directory. People can find you there. Um, we'll set up profile pages for you, or you have the opportunity to set up your own profile page in the directory. Another place to tell your story, to find donors who might be interested in the work you do, and frankly, to find other NGOs who yeah, do right. what you do maybe in other parts of the world. So yeah, we're just excited about the opportunity to, to bring this special space uh, to this amazing community of people around the globe who just transform our lives. So, Nancy, from what I understand from Megan, though, talking to her, these domains, I'm not going to be able to get these on GoDaddy for $9.99, right? <laughs> well, you are. We hope that GoDaddy will sell them, as well yeah, right. as a number of other partners. Uh, uh, the price will be a little bit more than $9.99, yep. because it really is more than just a domain name. You're actually going to get a name in both spaces, NGO and ONG, 
so no one else can have your name um, once you've purchased it. You get this access to the directory. You'll have the profile page with the ability to take donations. There's a there's a lot to the value proposition there. But we're still we're a nonprofit ourselves. We want to serve the community, and we're going to make it as affordable as we can. So yep. who can do this? Is it still anybody can have the .ngo domain, or do you honestly have to be a non-governmental organization? You really honestly have to be a non-governmental organization, and we have a validation process in place uh, that people will fill out a, a short validation questionnaire. Uh, in some countries, it's pretty straightforward. In others, where uh, you may be able to offer a letter of reference, a couple different ways to become validated, but you really have to be real to be there. And that in itself will speak volumes to people who see that address and know, wow, they're, they're for real. We know yeah, that. Well, that's an exclusive, too. I mean, in some ways, that certainly represents like a better investment for people because there is some credibility in something like that. You know, if people know that it requires that type of paperwork and investment to get into NGO, they will respect it more. Yep, that's the yeah. plan. Yeah. So yeah. do you, uh, the next question is, do you have to be a global nonprofit organization or NGO to be to no. own this domain? You don't. Okay. No, no, not at all. I mean, that, and you, we did a lot of research on the term when we were first looking for it. Um, you know, in the UK, the word is charity that's most often used. Mm -hmm. You're right yep. here in the US, we talk about nonprofits. But NGOs seem to be the one that had the most global reach to it. And, um, and, and it's only three letters. I was going to say, and it's short. Short and easy to type. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. So if you Joe know, if Joe wanted to get the domain dot Joe Waters, how much is that yeah. going to cost him? Oh man, that's going to be a fortune. <laughs> a lot. You know what I mean? You know what I, you know what I want, Nancy? I want dot Wicked for Boston. You know there what you I go. mean? Like, I mean that's so. You know, Nancy, I have to ask you this question. And I know we you know we want to talk about the nonprofit stuff, but one of the things I'm kind of fascinated was like, have you heard anything about like what some of these other domains are going to be? Like, you know, uh, are they interesting? Are they cool? I mean, what industries are they? related to have you do you know anything about that oh yeah and in fact if you go to ican.org which is yep. the website of the organization that yep. provides internet governance you can see all the names that have been applied for oh, so wow. they kind of fall into um, a couple of different buckets so there are geographies so dot yep. nyc yep. for new york city dot yep. vegas dot wow. berlin dot london so Ooh, we call those the geos. For Boston, you know, or something like that. Uh, you know, I I don't think Boston applied. Oh, man. There you go, but Joe. I know New York and Vegas did. <laughs> yeah, wow. So there's geos. Yep. Um, there are brands. So some companies applied for their own name, like Dot Citicorp. Mm -hmm. A lot of the financial guys did. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there are, and then there's these generic names, like which is what .ngo is, and some of them are um, .web, .app, so you .book, .music, yep. Yep. and others are just odd. So .ninja. <laughs> and I'm not sure who buys .ninja, but you're going to have the opportunity to be a Joe.ninja, if that's well, think what you about want, it, though. Joe. So, Nancy, what, what I think, though, with something like this, though, is this makes search engines even more important to us because we don't always know the extension, then, of what we're 
looking for. You know, a lot of times I can say, oh, I can go to selfishgiving.com or I can go to cosmarketingforum, you know, .com or .org, you know, depending on what it is and stuff like that. But with all these new, you know, all these new extensions, it's kind of like, you know, we're going to have to rely on search engines even more to kind of drive us to where we want to go. Well, I, I think it's going to be both a combination of search engines will be a part of it. Yep. And then when the names present themselves, mm -hmm. when you look at that extension, mm -hmm. you're going to know that that's really the organization you want to go to or not. Right. So the, it becomes a little more descriptive than the yep. broad generic dot com. That's right. Is, is that's that right. why so, you decided to do this whole vetting process behind? Because for .org, you just said you don't have to be a, a nonprofit organization to be a .org, but for NGO, you do have to be a real NGO. Is that why part of the reason you decided to incorporate the vetting process? Well, when we were first talking about this, and, and this has been in the planning stage for probably four years now, um, when the opportunity came to think about creating a unique space, we actually went around the world and did workshops and focus groups and talked to NGOs worldwide and said, what are your pain points? And if we were to create a space on the internet for you, what would matter to you? And one of the first things they said is, we need to be known that we're legitimate, that we are a genuine NGO. Mm -hmm. um, in developing parts of the world, there are big issues with briefcase NGOs, as they're called, where particularly like after a disaster, someone throws up a website, oh, they're yeah. collecting yep. money. Mm -hmm. And then they're taken off with the money, and it gives a bad name to everyone in the community, and they wanted a space where that couldn't happen. And so that was an important part of putting this whole um, new offering together. Now, talk a little bit more about the portal, the NGO portal, and it sounds like it's it's going to be a directory of sorts. Talk a little bit it's more about. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, talk a little bit more about that. It's it's an interesting concept, and yeah, I'm also curious to know if other. A lot of information there. Yeah, too. well, I'm, I'm also That's curious to know like, if. I sort this stuff. Are other top level domains doing similar things, or are you the only one that you know to your knowledge that's, well, that's doing know. that kind of portal? I really don't know what other people are doing. I haven't heard anybody else talking about a directory quite like what we have, mm -hmm. so we'll just kind of watch that space and see. But um, our, our vision of this is, and, and it's more than a vision because we're in the coding stages on it right now and I'm seeing what it looks like and it's just going to be amazing. Mm. But it really is an opportunity that as you get your name, you're in this directory with a very short um, description of who you are and what you do, and then beyond that, the ability to stand up a profile page, connections to your social media links, mm -hmm. videos if you want them there, more description of your of the work that you're doing, a donate now button so you can take donations, just another way to have another presence on the web. And for small grassroots NGOs, particularly in developing parts of the world, having a simple presence online is magical for them and they're so excited about that option and for the rest of us it's a place that we can come and you can search the directory you can say i'm interested in clean water in west africa mm -hmm. show me ngos who That's work right. on 
that yeah. particular mission in that particular region, and now I can look at them, I can see what I think about them, I can go check out their websites, and I can decide uh, where I want to place my money. Are you mm. just are you just, are going to be like a, a Google of sorts where you it's literally just search based, or are you going to be doing things that highlight certain NGOs or different parts of the world? Are you going to be sussing out some of that content for users? Well. Um, initially, all the content that is provided on the profile pages is provided by the NGOs themselves. That's their responsibility. We create the templates, we make it really user-friendly and easy. They've got to provide their own information. We're not going to try to judge that yeah. or to offer any commentary. Um, you know, the kind of work that in the United States, Charity Navigator or GuideStar might do, that's not who we are. Right. Yeah. We're just there to say, yes, they're legitimate. We've gone through a validation process. We know that. And beyond that, we're just providing information so the world can find them and do your own level of due diligence to decide if that's the organization you want to support. Mm. That's fascinating. And, you know, it's yeah. it's just such an interesting phenomenon, something that's happening sort of below the surface that it's so awesome to be able to talk to you on the podcast because in, it sounds like, a very short span of time, this is going to hit big time. <laughs> and, and most people won't even realize this has been bubbling under the surface for this whole time. So it's, it's fascinating. And it's been such a pleasure to be able to talk to you. And thank you so much for sharing all of this great information with us. Now, I guess the biggest question and uh, something our listeners might want to know is if people want that .ngo domain, how do they do that? How do, who do they mm. contact at, at Public Interest Registry? How does that all work? Right. Like, well, can people um, send you like a gift card or something, Nancy, like some Starbucks <laughs> or something like that, you know, and they get their NGO? Gift, I, you know, oh. gift cards are always welcome. <laughs> uh, but what you probably want to do um, are two things. Uh, you can always reach us directly via media at PIR.org. It's a great way to communicate directly to us. Okay. We also have a unique website around the .ngo initiative called globalngo.org. It can't be a .ngo because we haven't launched yet. Yep. <laughs> but there you can also give us an expression of interest, which will get you added to our newsletter. We'll keep you posted on the exact timing of the launch, you know, probably a July to September timeframe. Uh, but the exact details will continue to keep people who are interested posted, and that's a great way to follow us. So at mm. this point, they can't say, I want joewaters.ngo. They, they have to sort of follow along the process, right. and at some point you will say, okay, now the gates are open, go. Yep. The only thing you can do is give us your expression of interest, okay. but there's no guarantee. Once we launch, it's pretty much first come, first serve, so we want to make sure everyone knows. So they're ready at their keyboard, ready to, to launch their order as soon as we're in general availability. Wow. I hope you guys yeah. are listening out there and taking notes because this is big. And if yeah. you want that .ngo domain, it sounds like you're going to need to be on top of it. So yeah. uh, I, we will add the into the show notes uh, globalngo.org and all of those great links as well as the email and thank you so much Nancy are there other places people can find public interest registry on the internet if they would like to do that PIR.org is where we live uh, we're one of the 10.4 million and you can also follow us on Twitter at PI registry mm. perfect thank you so much and Joe where can people find you online 
Well, of course, people can find me at my blog at selfishgiving.com. Of course, I'm active on Twitter at Joe Waters. And visit my uh, cause marketing um, pins on Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. Uh, what about you, Megan? Where can people find you? Um, also online on Twitter at Megan Strand. And I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, as well as blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at CauseUpdate.com. And if you go to Cause Update, we have a section um, on global cause marketing. And that's something that Public Interest Registry is helping us bring to you. So we have a network of international contributors, and you will find that via the Cause Update link. And we'll also include that in the show notes. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. We do recommend you log on and leave us a comment whether you liked the show, especially on Stitcher. Give us a thumbs up if you did. And on behalf of Nancy and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we will see you next time. 